It's that time again. My favorite time of the year: food, fun, and family. It's also time to get your updated COVID vaccines. Cooler temperatures and holiday gatherings are bringing us indoors and closer together, which is great. But that also means you should take precautions. An updated COVID vaccine boosts your protection against severe illness, hospitalization, and the worst outcomes of COVID. Find updated COVID vaccines at vaccines.gov. We can do this. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. When you exercise, not only does it help, you know, your blood, your blood pressure, endorphins, you know, your it fights depression. Yeah, it's a brain chemistry kind of thing. It, it's true. To this day, I always say, uh, Lindsay's like, you've never been to a gym in years. But <laughs> the only gym the that gym. you've been to is a Pokemon gym. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian-American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. My name is Linji, and I'm here with my co-host, who's wearing something very, very fashionable today. We got merch, baby. We actually don't have merch. <laughs> uh, for the audio-only people, do you, wanna, to, do you want to describe what exactly you're wearing? Um, so we teamed up with uh, Tom Ford, and uh, <laughs> he, he personally designed this in his home in... Uh, in Florence, Italy, as we speak, we have merchandise. I'm wearing it right now. We don't have merchandise. We have a singular T-shirt that was gifted to Ben by a friend. We are going to sign this and put it on an NFT, <laughs> and we're going to sell a hundred pieces of this. Forget this. If you do it within the first 24 hours, how much you want to put it for? A thousand dollars? It's not going to sell for shit, dude. <laughs> I don't know why you're trying so hard. We will have installment plans as well, if you like. I'll have a little clip on this on social media somehow. But uh, it was funny. Ben walked in, he took off his hoodie, and then he's wearing this plain black T-shirt yes. with a pocket, and it has our logo on it. I'm not lying. It looks a lot better than I thought it was going to. It actually looks kind of cool. Right? But, you know, to be honest, for you people out there, we're never going to have merch. Yeah. It just it just seems weird to have merch. <laughs> like, why would someone else want to like wear something around? That would that, be weird, right? That says worst Asian anything on it. Maybe we'll just have, like, our pictures, our face of our pictures. That's even worse if you have someone else walking around with pictures of you on it. I think it would be hilarious. But yeah, Maybe for charity. I think the only way we would ever do like merch stuff is if yeah. it's for some kind of charity or good cause. Then I would consider doing it. So this was actually a gift from a listener. Yeah. And I uh, just want to do a shout out. Thank you so much. This was a nice little surprise. Yeah. And thank you for not getting me, Linji, a single version of it. He wanted to get you one, but he just wasn't too sure about the size. But now I went through your uh, drawer. Yes. And I went through all your tags. Yes. And uh, yeah, now I know. So uh, not creepy at all. Not creepy it's, at all. It's for, the, it's for the brand. Did you put the Rolexes back where they came from? Just don't count them. That's all I ask you. Okay? Just don't count. Yes. And then we'll be fine. How was your week been, Ben? Uh, it was spinning. I almost got into a fight at work. A physical fight. Yeah, that was pretty interesting. That seems like an everyday occurrence for you, but sure. Well, okay, great, great, I think, great. I think in my line of work, it definitely happens. A guy was hitting on a, on a lady, mm -hmm. right? To defend the lady's oh, honor. Oh, you stepped in to try to defend the honor of this. Um, I found out that the, the boyfriend was actually a girlfriend. The boyfriend was actually a girlfriend? Okay. Yes. The guy that was sitting on the Was the, girl. the silhouette of the girl just very broad-shouldered or something from Not the back? Not even, actually. She was very tall. Were very, you drunk and you just didn't know the difference? No, actually, it got to the point where um, the fight happened, and then I had to get involved. I had to call security, and then, well, the ladies were like, he's a girl, he's a girl, he's a girl. They're yelling at I was like, oh, shit. Would you treat him or her differently if it's I, a man or a woman? I, I think so. I think in really? terms of like... 
You mean yeah. like the security would be less rough with the woman as I, opposed to? I don't. I think they're referring for punching, <laughs> punching someone in the face. Tinder security that's punch. The main difference. <laughs> that's like we have a rule. It's like, all right, if it's a guy, I kind of get it. Ladies, let's not punch him in the face. You that's know? not. That's not. You, well, know? you probably shouldn't punch anyone in the face, but yes. Or you should be an equal opportunity puncher. You should punch them both in the you face. You don't want. Yeah, you know what, Lindsay? I like that. That's from progressive thinking. I think we got to push that more. That narrative. Equal opportunity punching. We all need to get punched in the face. <laughs> How was your week, dude? Uh, it's okay. It oh, okay. Uh, little side note for a long time. Listeners of the podcast, they know that I, despite an air fryer. Yes! But I'm so happy for you. Join the club. But there's a fucking air fryer in my house now. Yes. I know. I look at every time I walk up, I'm like, there you are. This will tie into a bit to the actual topic of this particular episode. But um, I try not to control my wife as, as much as I can. So she... <laughs> okay, why are you yeah. laughing? That's not funny. That's the truth. <laughs> I think she controls you, dude. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But for the podcast, I have to make myself like a manly man anyways uh. i gave it to my wife she really wanted air fryer for the longest time and for christmas i bought her an air fryer yeah. and i was sitting in our kitchen and to her credit she promised me she would start cooking more if she got the air fryer and she has been making her own lunches oh shit yeah she uh air fried some zucchini some broccoli she Ooh. did some chicken legs she did oh, some uh, so good she air fried me some tofu which oh, I, I really tried, really liked i never tried tofu i loved it she hated it so she's never gonna make it again <laughs> yo dude Tofu is great. It's just like pure. It, it's just pure protein. Uh, you know, I gotta try that next. Time. That's a good idea, my man. Just because I have an air fryer in my house does not mean I have changed my thoughts on air fryer. Because yo, people know that fucking air fryer is literally just a convection oven repackaged, is it not? You know what? You're not wrong. Air fryers have done a great job in branding what it is. I was but gonna say you don't think it's any little different from a convection no, dude. oven. It does the same shit. I looked inside. There's a heating coil okay. and then there's a fan. And that's pretty much all it is. So if you have a toaster oven that has a fan on it or you have a regular uh, full-size stove oven that has a fan in it, it's a convection oven. It does the exact same shit. I have a younger brother. Um, his cooking abilities have jumped to the sky you know, because of it. Mm. Now you can make pizza bagels, chicken You tenders, mean reheat pizza bagels? Uh, French fries. <laughs> you can reheat French fries. <laughs> You're basically telling me his reading, his reheating game has stepped up one, uh, one notch. That's all it is, He's yeah. an A-tier reheater of foods now. He just reads the back of the label. <laughs> How oh, perfect. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. All right. So uh, just in case you people still think I hate air fryers, you are correct. I still hate air fryers. <laughs> I still hate that shit, but it's in my house now. So I have to live with it for better or worse. It's a fancy one too. Um, the topic for today's episode, Ben, is about... Uh, we're going to be talking about Asian masculinity. Uh, as two very non-masculine men ourselves, I think it's we're a great very, topic for us to talk yeah. about. I think we're like the manliest of men. I was thinking before we actually get into the Asian sub part of masculinity, how do you define like masculinity uh -huh. in general? What comes to mind when you think of a masculine man overall? Whose picture comes to your mind? And now that you have the picture of me out of the way, push... <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> This fucking guy just can see the fuck you the shit. Now swipe to the next picture. Who uh, else? Because you know, you're Asian. I can't use an Asian can, one. Oh, sorry. Who else's picture comes to mind when you think masculine man? Uh, I have a few, but I'm, I'm going to say Clint Eastwood. Okay. Doesn't give a shit. Really, really cocky and confident. Oh, what man. makes Clint Eastwood a manly man? Number one, I, I do know that he served in the military. Yes. Yeah. He served in the military. And he just seems to embody like... Don't take shortcuts. Just fucking work. Stop being a bitch. That's like the main That's like thing. the guy that you always talk about. Motivational speaker. Oh, David Goggins. David Goggins. He has the same attitude, right? Don't when be a bitch. When you wake up, look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, 
How much TikTok have you been watching of him? I, I actually watched this whole episode <laughs> of uh, on uh, Joe Rogan. This guy's crazy. Is he? he Joe, Joe Rogan uh, pulled up his phone. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> this is the day you've been born into this world. Now you have the choice of what you want to do. I'm making this shut up, by the way. <laughs> now stay hard and never give up. Happy birthday. Don't be on your fucking couch. Goggins out. Some shit like that. Like he's David Goggins recorded a birthday message to I, Joe Rogan or something. I, no, I think it was a text message, but but you can read it. In David Goggins. Is oh. it all like caps lock and oh. shit? He's yelling at you. So it's not a video. It's just a regular text thread. But because you know what he sounds like, yes. you're reading it in his voice. Yes, David Goggins is a very masculine man as well. I would say if David Goggins was not as like physically fit. Okay. But he had the same exact attitude. Do you think uh, he would be as masculine to you? Yeah, of course, because his story his story is very interesting. He he was a exterminator, right? He was three hundred pounds. Yeah, he was talking about how he was just going through depression and all that. It was late into his thirties. He didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. Late he, into his thirties. Okay. Yeah, he want he was really contemplating suicide at one point. Oh shit! He didn't know what he wanted to do. Then he saw a fucking infomercial late at night after work about the Navy SEALs, uh-huh. and he just fucking decided, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do it." This dude, I believe, even at one point, he was so fat that while he was running, he broke his, his shin. Because of the sheer weight the of his sheer body? Sheer weight, not training, and he still went through it. Yeah. And became one of the most decorated Navy SEALs. So to me, his story is amazing. Yeah. He also said about how like in the Navy SEALs, there's like a very small percentage of African-Americans that make it. It's one layer of difficulty for him. Exactly. He, he, he's a little crazy, but in the good <laughs> kind of way. You know, he does seem like the father that you would want to have, but then that you would hate living with. I was going to say, dude, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine like, it's 6 a.m. Get ready for school, bitch. I'll be like, oh my God, dad, chill, bro. My God, dad. Does he have a family? Do you think he does that with his kids though? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be fucking like little Gagan Jr. <laughs> yeah. They're like running and shit with like their pacifier in their mouth. <laughs> um, Yo, as a father, I'm going to tell you, no matter how tough he is on the inside, once he has a kid, that shit's going to change him. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right, man. Unless he's the exception to the rule, and he does that to his, his <laughs> newborn. Just imagine when his wife is giving birth, and he's in the room trying to motivate her to push. You want to do a push-up contest? I bet. No, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to mess with that. Okay, he comes to mind. Um, yeah, yeah. But what about you? Anyone? Uh... I'm not trying to go into the Asian thing just yet, but uh-huh. The Rock comes to mind. Oh, shit. Because here's my That's thing. A good the, one. the Rock, a.k.a. Dwayne Johnson, or it's the other way around. Dwayne Johnson, yeah. a.k.a. The Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dwayne the Mountain Johnson. Very quick side note. I was playing uh, Pictionary with my wife and her family the other day. And, oh, okay. And the word was rock. So no I kept drawing pebbles. But then I, I realized these pebbles just look like circular balls, right? So then I started drawing a person, the rock. You so that drew could, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So I drew a face with his signature eyebrow the, thing. Yeah. And I just kept making the eyebrows oh. thicker and thicker. yeah, yeah. yeah. So The Rock, he is like a boulder. He is like a human he boulder. Is, he is literally a walking rock. He's slowly turning into a boulder. The mountain event. If The Rock was a Pokemon, he would be Golem, that big rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could punch through Golem at this rate. The thing about him is not just that he looks like that. Yeah. It's because he carries himself with so much confidence. And I think part of yeah. what, to me, makes a manly man is the fact that you are aware that you are like that, but you still treat other people with dignity and respect. Like, you don't look Amen. down on everyone else. Yeah. You still can, like, treat people as a normal human being. <laughs> you know, you saying that, I'm looking at you. <laughs> you know I'm going with this. I know you're going with this, but you can say it. <laughs> I think uh, it's fair to say, even for the listeners out there, that Lynchy likes to relish and belittlingly, everyone. You can be six foot nine, and he will make you feel the tiniest person in the world. This is why The Rock is not <laughs> returning my calls. <laughs> I think I only do that with people that I'm very comfortable with. I see. Okay, if you are someone that has met me through the podcast, you know, like in person somewhere, <laughs> Actually, you know that I'm very kind-hearted, respectful, 
I don't belittle you. Uh, not I yet. Only, okay, not yet. Once I start actually making fun of you, then you have become a closer friend. So thank God, Linji's like married and not dating. Like his his strategy would be like, I'm gonna belittle the girl. <laughs> I'm gonna destroy her self esteem so much. What kind of shitty dress are you wearing to a first date? <laughs> It's like, oh my god, who did your makeup? <laughs> did you do it on a fucking train? <laughs> Jesus Christ, go back. <laughs> oh god, I would never talk to a woman like that. By the way, I'm calling cap on that because why? We know a lot of female friends that we're close to, and I've seen the way you talk to them as well. I'm not I, saying her names. There is this bubble of people. There's if, a bubble. If you are inside that bubble and you're a close enough friend, I don't give a shit if you are a rock. A table, a female, a man. I will talk shit about you all day long, and I do not care because you are my friend. We have a friend. I'm not gonna say your name. Hopefully, you're listening. Um, thank you for your support, by the way. But she is an amazing. I don't want to say pastry chef, but she bakes. She bakes, and she, she makes, puts stuff into an oven and then takes it out. Yes, she reads the label on the back. She makes flour consumable. <laughs> <laughs> she makes flour consumable. She's a villain of someone that's on a keto diet. What? <laughs> Every time we eat these cookies, I'm just like, ah. Eh. Mid, at best. That's my honest opinion. That is true, though. I don't see why I should tell my friend, a close friend, that her cookie is extraordinary when it's not. I feel like you say it all the time. That's the thing. Yeah, because her cookies have not improved. (laughs) 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 Am I supposed to lie? (laughs) Oh, we just lost her. (laughs) I think I'm also giving her some credit because the cookies are free. Just imagine if I had to pay for her cookies. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, wait, that you—that's Lindsay's like way of thinking that he made it better. It's like, yeah, imagine you had to pay for them. Oh my god! Thank I don't god. think she listens to the podcast, anyways. Or if she does, she doesn't listen to every single episode. She may, so she may not catch this. I really hope she catch out of all the episodes she goes back to. It better be this one. Getting back on topic, manly man in the general. Rock. Okay, what makes you think someone is not masculine? Like, what is something that guys think is masculine, but you don't think is masculine? Oh, passive aggressiveness. Give me an example. When you're being a little bitch and you don't want to explain how you actually feel, but you kind of like leave little breadcrumbs in a way, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, do you think you should should be doing that? If your mom, for instance, like thinks you should not be eating because you're gaining weight and she doesn't come out and just say, don't eat that shit. And she says, are you sure? Isn't your pants like a little bit tight these days? Kind of like that pretty much. So I- you hate guys who do that. Yeah, because it's just like, but do they think they're masculine while they're doing that, though? Whether or not they think they are, they're not. And to society, you're not. You're a bitch. That's all. Mm. You know, you don't want to be like that. Something that's along the same line of that as that yeah. is, I hate people, especially guys. For some reason, I, as a guy, hate another guy who goes to like a restaurant who belittles and talks down to like a server or someone that, or like a cashier or someone like that. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate guys who do that. And sometimes they do that to make themselves seem bigger. Yeah. I hate someone who belittles a service person who's just trying to fucking do their job. You're trying to display your power right. in a way. It's like, I'm the customer. I'm paying for the service. Thus, right. you should treat me better. No, hell no, bitch. No, it definitely doesn't work like that. Going back to what you said about the whole idea of confidence, being passive aggressive does not exude any some sort of confidence in a man. Yeah. That's a good precursor. I feel like we're talking about like our past like really bad dates with men in the past, and we're <laughs> just like bitter about it. It's like, yeah, he didn't hold the door for me. What a dick. When I see that shit, when I'm out, when I'm out at a restaurant or I hear other people right. telling me about it, I'm like, yo, that's that's pretty fucked up. Why would you go date a guy that does that? I hope it's, you know, the first and the last date for them. Yeah. What we see The Rock Dwayne Johnson as, like that yeah. kind of confidence, I think is good. But it's a very fine line from that type of confidence going over to being like a douchebag. Right. Um, you know, trying to know their names on a first name basis, whether they always talk really highly of him, right? You go on the movie set. 
He tries to go out of his way to knowing your name. Yeah. He'll engage in you. He doesn't, you know, act like he's above you. No, 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 yeah. Um, extremely polite. Also, you're kind of terrified. It's like, yo, you, could, <laughs> you, like, could, you could kind of snap me like a little twig. You think The Rock is extra nice just because he knows he scares the shit out of everybody? Uh, yo, <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Hey, have you seen this picture when he was a kid in high school? He looked like a fucking cop. He had the mustache. He was like my size in he high school. He had the fanny pack? Yeah, dude. He was humongous still, you know, like grown-ass man. So... Yeah, I think definitely it has. It comes from some sort of like, oh, there is a power, but I'm not gonna exercise it. When you're that large, you really have to be extra careful. Because if The Rock had the resting bitch face, if you saw that dude being security for someone, like yeah. he wasn't The Rock, but he was just like security, you're like, yo, he's gonna murder me. <laughs> That's the guy I gotta be careful about. Yeah, you're not gonna give him a fake ID. No, no, you're not. You'll give him your whole wallet. It's like, yo, <laughs> just please, like, here, take my wallet. Yes, yeah, I don't even want to go into this club. <laughs> just take my wallet. <laughs> Uh, let's tie this into the Asian part of it because you and I are Asian. Oh. So I've heard. Yes, yes. I think the common misconception is that Asian men in general are not very masculine. As an Asian man, how does that make you feel? Uh, it's it's kind of true. And I can, I can feel it and I hear it from a lot of my Asian male counterparts. You think it's kind of true? Is it one of those things where there is a sub-level, a foundation of truth, but it's blown up? Like we're not as... Desirable, you mm. could say, sexually. How um, do you feel about how society treats Asian men? Definitely more on like the, we're like the sidekick. Me personally, I've had a lot of my Korean friends, especially the younger generation. They're always asking and stuff, you know, especially when it comes to dating. Where do I stand in like the masculine traits of, of you know, like dating and stuff? Yeah. And, Hierarchy. Right. And, you know, something still hold true to this day. Uh, women like badasses. They like toxic men in a way. You know, they don't like nice guys. Even though that's ideally, that's kind of what you want in a mate. Maybe. So it's like from your personal experience when you're out at some of these clubs, lounges and whatnot, and you see these guys trying to court other women. Oh, yeah, dude. It's, it's Are they the more subdued, shy people? I, I know I'm going to tell you this. And this and is a small sample size, obviously. It is. Yeah. It is. I can't. We're not talking about a diaspora of you know Asian society. <laughs> uh, by the way, Ben is trying to say diaspora, but Ben keeps saying diaspora. <laughs> if you think that's a ointment for your cut, that's not... <laughs> it's not neosporin. Oh, shit. Yes, yeah, so you're talking about the Asian diaspora. <laughs> yeah, the diaspora. So what, what was I saying? All right, like, you know, you can shit on all you want, right? I, for my personal experiences, I've grown to be very fortunate in the dating scene. You know, you can frequent me at K-Town now, whatever, right? Or, you know, Brooklyn. By the way, Ben's still single, so... uh, Yes, I am. You can court him if you want. Yeah, at your own risk. Yes. You know? And yeah, for me personally, I think it's easier for me because, you know, I'm 6'2". I have facial hair. I like to think I'm pretty sociable. I'm, I'm not shy. If you had to rate yourself in terms of masculinity... Masculinity, not looks... Oh, looks, you're uh, uh, definitely zero. I'm not going to yes. ask that. That's not yes. yeah. That's factual. Yeah, That's not H opinion. H hence the facial hair. <laughs> you're trying to hide as much of your face as you can. If my cheeks could grow facial hair, <laughs> I would be a Pikachu at this point. Yes, I would love that. If you could rate yourself in terms of masculinity, masculinity are you above a standard Asian, quote-unquote, standard Asian male? If we go male? from zero to five, five being like just mid, right? right? I would say I'm like above for sure i think i'm like at least like a six and a half to a seven and a half in terms of masculinity, masculinity. i, I want to make that clear not yes. in terms of looks no because i have a lot no, to looks, say about your looks lynchy is such a hater that i remember when we were growing up lynchy's like you know what yo first of all man it's only because you're fucking tall all right yeah so get this yeah and i never even said i'm a good looking guy that's the thing i never <laughs> even said anything like hey like yo i'm a good looking dude i never have once said that in my life i was such a bitter ass kid <laughs> yo and then lynchy's fucking drinking the haterade and going like, yeah, you're ugly fuck. You're just tall. 
So suck on one. And then walks away. I'm like, what the fuck? Remember, I can say this because I've known Ben for 30 plus years. Yes, that's how I know. I was, oh, Linji likes me. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, you know, he destroyed my self-confidence. <laughs> but the dude really likes me. <laughs> yeah, it's a good trade-off. Let me go on this date now and bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I need friends to have lower confidence than me, okay? Everyone has to have lower oh, confidence to me to, to be my friend. Oh, this is a great topic. I, I love it. I can't have too many confident friends in my circle. Linji, Linji's confusing uh, confidence for uh, the art of war. I think that's what he's doing right now um so you would say you are above above average in masculinity okay for sure. that's fine to piggyback on that question now yeah. if we had to open up the scale to just all people in general are Ooh. you above or below standard masculinity not asian yeah, but yeah, just yeah. standard masculinity for all races yeah you I think am. you are yeah i am do you think it has to do with your height or your attitude my height is a definitely genetic advantage. You right. know, like, let's be real. Heightism is real. I, as a guy that is vertically challenged, I know that being tall by default gives a person a opinion of you before you said a single word. Right. My, my net value just jumped up just because I'm fucking tall, even right. though there's nothing up in this brain. Once you start talking to him, that shit is decreasing. Yeah, yeah it's a depreciating value. <laughs> and I have the opposite. I am short, so I want to scream at you and yell at you to like, raise my own value. <laughs> I got to make up for the fact that you look at me and think, who's the fuck is this short dude? Yeah, Linji's, he's just going to see me, uh, me and Linji. He's going to randomly slap the shit out of me. <laughs> to, 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 like, you and I are going to some event tonight where we have to speak for a little bit. I might just slap you on stage. It's like, hey, guys, my name Poo, right there. <laughs> I'm right a man. man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's just like in general, culturally... I would say I consider myself a pretty masculine man. So I guess on the flip side, it would be what defines a not masculine man, what society as a whole thinks of Asian men. Even though people don't say it out loud, we always are looked down upon. Like Asian men in general are right. viewed as not being that masculine. Yeah, I think it's been going on for a long time, dude. But that like only decades. happens because when you use Western standards of what makes a masculine man, That's then true. we have a harder metric to fulfill. Right. But it is a stereotype that Asian men are not as masculine. But right. some of that is partially true. And that's a cultural thing. We are taught to be like more passive. Yes. I don't want to say docile, but in a way. That's not because we're trying to be less masculine. That's just yeah. a standard norm. And sometimes we have to fight against that to fulfill these Western standards of what is masculine. Well, can I ask you this since we're talking about it? Where do you stand? If you had to rate yourself, your masculinity. I clearly don't see myself as being like very masculine man-man kind of thing. I personally perceive myself I have a lot of confidence in myself and my right. abilities to do things. Right. And I also know that no matter how I come off on the internet, on the radio as a loud, obnoxious, uh -huh. that's all true, by the way, but yes. I think of myself as still a decent human being. Try to treat people as equals because I know how it is to be like perceived in a negative way. And I never right. want someone else to feel bad about that. Okay. Right, I like that. I think the confidence part you know, is key. I think we both have our ways of displaying confidence. That one key part is missing from a lot of Asian men. And that's where confidence? like- Confidence? Confidence, yeah. It all starts from confidence. There was like a study about like, um, they're doing some kind of like test academically, how yeah. America, and when it comes to mathematics and uh, like reading comprehension, it's like in the lowest of the low. Oh, you mean Americans in general? Americans in general. Yeah. But when you compare it with uh, in terms of like emotional quotient, EQ and like confidence, we're at the top. So that's what I'm saying. I think it does go hand in hand with that kind of stuff where Asian Asian males, they tend to not work on that or kind of acknowledge it growing up. Um, I don't know where to go with this. I, I was hoping <laughs> you were going to segue. I actually love how you make a great point and you're like, I don't know where the fuck I'm going oh, with this. <laughs> that was um, actually a pretty good point. Yeah. If Asian men are not trying to work on their EQ, right? Right. I have a son. Yeah. My son is very young right now. And I've always said, I want him to be two things. I want him to be confident in himself and I want him to treat people with respect. If he has those two things, 
whether or not he has uh, you know, a shitload of money or doing whatever, I think as, as long as he continues to have those two things, okay. he'll be a good man. Right. My father has always preached to me that the one thing I think I've held my promise was to live your life and don't be a pussy. That's what he always told me. And I know that's kind of like an outdated thing to say, but... It is, but your dad is also outdated. Your dad's from a different He's generation. He's very, very old-fashioned. You know, yeah. like my dad is like... He comes from the generation of like smoking cigarettes, military men, going on like Western, you know, cowboy films and shit like that. You know, yeah. like my dad is like a man's man and stuff. Knows how to fix cars, you know, like being handy. And he always said that like in life, you have to go out and just try things, you know? Mm. And a lot of times it comes down to just like, you know, the dating world. Um, I think college has a big part of it, especially sports, you know, can greatly affect your confidence. Right. You know, because a lot of it comes from, um, you know, your physical aspect of life. Unfortunately, that's Unfortunately. just how it is. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the whole height thing. Yes, I, I do think height is an advantage. But you look at me, I have like a dad bod, you know, so people are like, oh, you know, you look great. But in reality, I'm, this is like a fucking slushy of fat. Ben is covered in black. He's yes. always covered it's in black. black. Even my feet are fat. Like it's, it's ben has I'm, black socks I'm wearing on black right socks when you fucking speak. But there's guys that are going to be shorter, but they're, they take care of themselves. And yeah. you got to respect that as a man, too. And being masculine is dropping your ego. I think that's one of the yes, biggest things. 100%. You can't have an ego when you're being a confident person because now you, that's actually the complete opposite. You're just screaming insecurity and jealousy. People that are that way think they're being a manly man, but they're just, like you said, asking for attention. Exactly. And then it becomes now it comes into the whole idea of like, oh, it's toxic masculinity. Yes, that's like the worst part of it too. Because when someone right. tries to be too much of a manly man like that. Right. I don't want to get too big onto it, but Andrew Tate. Is it Andrew Tate? It's Andrew Tate, right? Bring me my sparkling water. Yes. That guy is a douchebag. And yes. a lot of what he has to say is really destroying the minds of kids. That, Younger men, especially. It's, it's, it's fucking so bad. Because imagine if you had a daughter that went to school with kids that are watching Andrew Tate's shit. Okay, for those that don't know who Andrew Tate is, do you want to give yeah. a quick uh, disclaimer? Um, Andrew Tate is pretty much like, I guess he's like a YouTube sensation. Supposedly, he's related to the mafia that he brags about, but he's kind of like a YouTube personality where he speaks about like the gender roles, has tons of money, uh, was a three-time kickboxing champion, actually. Something like that, yeah. His father was like a grandmaster chess player as well. Right. He's half black, half white, but they're of UK descent. But you can find this guy everywhere. But anywhere. those first couple things that you named, the fact that he's rich, he's... Yada, yada. Those things right. by themselves don't make him a bad man. No, it doesn't. What makes him very despicable is the fact that he spews all this shit about how you need to treat women, how right. men are above. He says things like, women are your property. And, um, you know, he goes on to talk about, like, how other things. So I, a lot of it, I, I don't know how much of it's clickbait. But, but regardless it is, if it's clickbait or not, people that view it, young men that view that shit or older men, whoever the fuck, right. men that are susceptible to having their opinions changed. Is, yes, being naive, gullible, maybe even desperate. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's the thing. It's going back to the whole like, you know, younger men generation. I actually had a friend, um, uh, his sibling or whatever said like, oh, you're my property to his girlfriend. And I, and I want to smack the shit out of him. Yeah. I was like, don't ever fucking say that ever again to a woman. You better not mean exactly what you're saying because that is a very dangerous fine line that you're crossing there, my man. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Andrew Tate, whatever he's going on, we'll see what's going to happen. You know, we don't know. But yes, there is a. a There's toxic. so many young people that look upon yes. him as like an idol. They see his Bugattis, they see his mansion, they see him, and they're like, oh, wow, I want that. And it's a very fine line between being too confident and then turning into that a douchebag. Right. Um, going back to like his other stuff, you know, there are things that about him that make him a masculine man, you know, growing up poor and making money, you know, right. like. 
those are admirable things. Like those are things I do respect. Making your own success and stepping on other people while you do it—that right. is not good. I think I think being a leader is a great quality of being a masculine person. Right. I think you have to be a good role model. But do you think like some Asian men don't have that in no. them to be a leader? Even in our circle, your other Asian male friends, my mm. Asian male friends, I see it a lot. I have a lot of my guy friends still come to me and asking for dating advice. That's the only thing I can offer personally. <laughs> if they ask me for financial advice, <laughs> I'm like, nothing I'm, to offer. I, yeah. In terms of dating advice, I think I'm, I'm really good with that, but. Yo, you don't even know if you're really good with that. Because if the same guy I comes be, back next week oh and God, he's imagine, like, yo, Ben. I imagine I'm just Korean Andrew Tate or something. Oh, that's like horrible. Oh my God, I'm like Andrew, Andrew, like take Kim or some shit. Like, <laughs> that's true. But some of my guy friends, they see me and they ask like, yo, how do you do that? Like, how do you just like approach women and stuff? I was like, I think when you can share things as a man and just like. Share things as a man, like your open secrets. up your emotions. Yeah, being um, emotionally available, but also just. Trying to actually help the other man. Like if you see someone that's down yeah. and you want to help them up without anything you want from them. I think that's a sign of being a good leader, being a role model, and ultimately being like a you know masculine person. You have to try to pick up your guys. You know, that's what the uh, military does try to, you know, teach in a way. So they, does that mean like people like you, other Asian men like you, when you see your fellow Asian bros struggling in that sense, you gotta yeah. Pick them up somehow. You gotta give them like a little boost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, you know, like we've been there. You've been there for me when when I went through like one of my break, a uh, couple of my breakups, you know. Yeah. And you actually like gave me some like really sound advice. And you didn't take that advice. Uh, well, <laughs> you I never take my fucking I don't, advice. Lindsay's just making a joke, but definitely been there, like where you told me, and I was like, damn, like I appreciate that because it's not exactly the thing that. It wasn't the perfect answer, you know, because relationships are hard. Yeah, there's no perfect answer. Every yeah. uh, situation has its own uniqueness as a ballot that make it for the record i guess uh i kind of got i pretty much got cheated on it in a way you don't have to talk about this if you don't want to oh no no, no i want to i just don't know if it's good for the are you gonna you know, throw her under the bus no no, no, no. <laughs> okay fine so you know um let's see i got cheated on i was obviously heartbroken i was a younger man so you know i'm just going through i, I remember i was crying at my job <laughs> like i was working at a sneaker store <laughs> i'm sorry store. don't laugh at no. that crying so don't uh, laugh at your fellow yeah. friend crying only yes. if Actually, you know only what? after I feel better, then you could you can make fun of me. That's okay, fine. Okay. I mean, that's the rule. The rule is you help your brother up. When he's finally fine, you can then make shit then on him. Then you can shit on him. Then you can shit on him. Then you can shit on him. Because then you can look back and be, man, remember that time you were being a little bitch? <laughs> right? Look at you now. You know, that's the only time it's it's great. But I was working at Queensbridge. Do you remember when I was working at that sneaker store? Yeah, the sneaker store. The I Korean remember. sneaker store. The worst job ever I've had because <laughs> they're all gangbangers, they're all crips, they're trying to steal, they had guns. I thought I Ben is not exaggerating. I am not exaggerating. I they have pieces in their dicks and they will negotiate their prices with me. So it's all real. And uh and then you see me going downstairs to like find their sneakers. To and cry. I, start, I start crying. Not because <laughs> even of the fucking gangbangers, because my fucking little heart was heartbroken. Oh, uh, I can picture you doing that. You're like downstairs. Like, dude, hey, Ben, what's uh, taking so long? Come up here. Oh, dude, I, I can't find the size. Uh, it's size somewhere nice. there. <laughs> it just said a nine and a half or ten. I bought both fucking. <laughs> I was like, she's a whore. <laughs> so, and I remember uh, I asked you one time, I was like, you know, just like, hey, man, like, what do you think I should do? Blah, blah, blah. And your advice was pretty much like, hey, man, if it, it all comes down to the amount of time, you said, if, you know, the love of my life or whoever I'm with for five years, they're magical and wonderful. And she did one, one, you know, stupid, silly thing. You know what? In my heart, I'm going to have to try to make it work for her. But if there's red flags and she's being a hoe bag, you know, a like for bag. the first few months, <laughs> yo, she's going, yo, she's for the streets, <laughs> right? Like that's the truth. 
when you said that, I was like, oh my god, you know, like I, it makes more sense now. I forgot. Was that a long term relationship that you had? Or was that short term one? It was kind of short term, but okay. you know, when you're younger, you think everything's really yeah, long term. Yeah. Everyone is the love of your life. Everyone's the love of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, she's the one. She's your soulmate. I remember when you told me that. I never forgot. And the funny thing is, my father has actually said the same uh, familiar thing. And I was like, wow, like this is cool. Uh, my my. By the way, for the record, my my father loves you. I saw Ben's dad recently. Uh, yes. The first time since COVID, actually. He he was really happy to see you. My mom was really happy to see you, by the way. Yeah. My mom was like saying, don't get mad at me, but my mom is always, <laughs> my mom is always saying, oh, Linji is so small. He's so cute. Like a Pokemon. Uh, yeah, it's just like, but don't tell him that because I know men don't like that. And, <laughs> and that's where like, you know, the whole masculine thing, I was like, mom, I'm going to tell him. I'm that's great. It was nice seeing uh, both of them in a very fucking long time. Holy shit. But they were saying that, like, oh, Linji's like, he's grown up to a man. He has some wrinkles. Well, I'm mad. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you know what? That's very nice of you to say that. I wish I could talk with your dad more, but I was I was trying to talk with him when we were leaving down the elevator. It's You know, the language barrier is there, so it's it kind of hard. Bad. I wish I, I should have been there then, but yeah. I figured, I was like, oh, it's, it made me happy. I could tell that. he wanted to talk shit about you. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> I could tell he wanted. Oh, yeah. Because at some points, he would point at the apartment door and, and say, Ben, and then shake his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even lying. I'm he like, does, dude, he does that with the neighbors. Like, he'll be like, this guy, piece of shit right here. Like, I'm like, damn, what the fuck? That's a mailman. Like, what are you doing, dude? He's saying that in Korean to your non-Korean mailman. Yeah, he's like, this guy, shit, shit. He's he's criminal. He'll be yelling that kind of shit. Okay, let's get to, um, is there anything else about an Asian man that society thinks of that's not true? Are there any traits of being an Asian man about, that make it difficult uh, to be masculine? You know, you, yeah, fucking stop fucking playing your fucking League of Legends in your computer game, guys. Seriously, okay. let's be real. You're going to piss off a lot of people. So I am, but I'm not wrong. Why is playing video games not masculine? Because you're fucking just hopped on a computer, you know, and then your, and your vision gets worse. You know, you don't give a shit about your hygiene. You don't give a shit about your health. You're eating fucking hot Cheetos. Your fingers are smeared. You're probably drinking a fucking Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> go fucking outside and go work out and shit. You know, and don't fucking complain. You know, like you can't get women. Or yeah, because you're playing a fucking game. Guys, right? um, I... I'm on the opposite side of this. As a guy who likes to sit there with uh, anime lo-fi music in my earbuds and read manga just to relax. But you get shit done. There's a difference. You you have a fucking boy. You made this house. You know, you didn't ask for fucking handouts and shit. You had a hard life too. So you're trying to say you're not shitting on the fact that people play those games per se. It doesn't you're, help. You're shitting on the fact that those games cause some people to be too obsessed and it deteriorates the rest of their life. I want to be clear because I'm pretty sure there's a good percentage of our listeners that play League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's a big growing trend where our athletes are playing our video games. Yeah, game, that's like, cool, man. Like, I respect because you know why? Because they get out on the field and they still fucking, fucking perform. And then they come home and they play a uh, round or two and that's whatever. fine. Whatever. They want to play Call of Duty, fucking Pokemon Go, whatever it is. I get it. You got to de-stress. But some guys are just obsessed with that. You know, that's what it is. Like, Asian men are tied to the computer. You know, there's but that, everyone's there's tied that to the fucking computer. Though, like, stick, there, no, Western, men, Western men are tied to their phones. It's the same shit. Your phone is just a computer. It's different though, because on your phone you can still do things. You're still going out in the world. Bro, you on your be, computer you can do more things than on your but, phone. But your computer, you're gaming. That's what I'm not shitting on. If you like to game, first of all, I'm just saying that at least if you're on your phone, I don't know. Maybe you're trying to meet with someone. You're trying to make plans. You know, like you're still trying to. Uh, do stuff but when you're on the computer on the desktop you're playing Warcraft for three hours five hours some dudes play for eight hours so it's just an addiction that you're talking about which takes you away from real life and I think because of playing games it's a trickle down effect 
Your hygiene is poor, usually. I personally, hey, guys, if you play games, we're not saying you smell, by the way. I'm ben is saying, saying you smell. smell. <laughs> I'm just saying that maybe you're like, oh, you know, I can, you don't have to leave your house. You're like, no, I'm not going to see anyone. I don't have to brush my teeth. I don't have to walk my dog. He gets shit on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Talk. All this shit that you're going to say. Okay. Here's a real question. Is the addiction to gaming causing them to lose touch with society? Or are they already like that and they just happen to be playing games? I think... I think which is causing which? Uh, I Chicken think, or the egg? Yeah, that's a good question. I keep good interrupting question. you because you're trying no, to no, say no, something. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. It's okay. It's, I, think it's, I think it comes down to like Asians just tend to play games. Koreans love playing their fucking StarCraft. Right? They're known for it. Uh, yeah. Taiwan is great for it. China, China loves playing games too. What am I saying? <sighs> Shit, I, I, I kind of forgot the train of thought I was going to go with this. <laughs> you were just shitting on League of Legends, and then you got really worked up. No, there's nothing... Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it, but then... Balance, like the, balance. You're trying to say a balance. Yeah, and then, like, most times if you're playing games, you're going to forfeit about other responsibilities that you're going to do. Uh, don't just have a distraction so you're not thinking about your emotion. Yeah, like, if you're a fat fuck, right, and you're just sitting on the couch... Ben saying that... Uh, how about this? How about this? Look, I'm a fat fuck. I'm a fat fuck. <laughs> okay. Right? I have no excuse... I need to stop putting shit into my fucking mouth. I need to go out for a walk more. It's that simple. It's true to the test of time. We figure it out. There's a thing called calories. There's math <laughs> behind it. So I just need to eat less of that and just be more active. And voila, all of a sudden, I'm not a fat fuck. My tits are smaller. So then you don't play games. Why do you not lose weight if you think that's a big part of being oh, a man? I'll be honest with you. I fucking, I love drinking late at night, unfortunately. And then I, I eat like a fat fuck. I exercise. I'm a strong dude. But... I have like a dad bod, <laughs> but at the same time, like I got bitch tits. You know, that's the truth. <laughs> is that you know? a technical term? Is yes, that that's a, a scientific. Sci- term. That's a scientific term. If you go WebMD, type in uh, into the um, the search bar bitch tits, and my tits will be there. There's a, there's a lot of nipple But going back to the whole computer thing, the, another reason why I think it's toxic is because I don't want to go too much into it. But pornography, I think pornography right now is it's just ridiculous. It's becoming rampant. What does that have to do with an Asian man not being as masculine, though? I think porn I think, is porn. Everyone watches porn. Western people watch porn. Eastern people watch porn. Right, right, right. No, I'm just saying it, it just feeds more. That's another reason, but that's not just towards Asian men. Sorry, Asian men. Like you can watch your porn. We can you all know? watch our porn. Yeah, you we're can watching watch your porn, porn right now. Ben and I are recording and just watching porn in the background. <laughs> uh, we muted the Pornhub. Actually, that's what we did. <laughs> uh, thank you to our sponsors too, uh, at browsers. <laughs> hey, bro. I have a great idea. Okay. (laughs) We're not making a video. By the way, I'm by myself here, so I'm a little scared. He's like, yo, bro, I have an idea. There's a camera right here. Okay. If you uh, guys get this reference, then you're a sick fuck. But, you know, we talked about making a couple more YouTube uh, videos, right? And we talked about doing like a... Dude, I I do not like where this is going. (laughs) Just saying. We talked about like doing a mukbang series, right? Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. I'm so down. You know, so we can eat on camera because, like you said, you, you need to consume more calories. And, and I, not, I think that's what you said. And not be as active, yes. <laughs> yes, you're going to sit there, not move and eat more calories. Yeah. Anyways, I've got a great name for our uh, mukbang series. And once again, if you get this reference, then you're a sick fuck. Let's hear it. Mukbang series will be called Mukbang Bus. <laughs> Yo, oh my fucking God, yes. <laughs> Think yo, yo, about that. Dude, can, we, can we make sure we do that right now? Someone's going to take our idea. That's no, a fucking great idea. Muck bang bus. Can we do it like that? Can we please do it like that? Um, it's guys, an idea if you want. Don't steal the handle. I've already taken all the handles. Yo, you are the fucking man. That's a great name. It's going to be a horrible video, horribly shot, horribly created, but the name itself is fantastic. There's going to be some guys and girls going to it thinking about something else. And they're like, wait, this is actually a muck bang. 
That's what. That's There's the a ball. real mukbang. So that's what we're doing. We're like eating and shit on a fucking <laughs> bus, and the food is flying into our face. That's actually a good idea. We take public transportation and we try to eat for as long as we can. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just talk about what we're eating. And people on the train are like, yo, what the fuck are these two dumbasses? Oh, shit. I like that. That's a good idea. Uh, mukbang bus coming soon, guys. Don't take the handles on social media. I've taken them all already. We're going to sue you. We will sue you. <laughs> or we, we will get sued. <laughs> oh, it doesn't we'll get- exist. Um, <laughs> the fuck was I train that thought? Uh, going back to hold up. I'm not saying that like Asian males are the only ones watching porn. You're right. But it's feeding into it with the gaming. And now it's accessibility. Like now you're just on porn. And then like you have your gaming chair. You have your fucking Aveeno lotion on the side. All of that is just not going to help you, you know, becoming a like a. What if you don't man? give a shit about that? What if some Asian men don't give yeah. a shit what other people perceive them to be? Oh, that's easy, dude. Then I don't give a fuck too. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, but don't come be like, oh, why can't I get a girl? Or, it's perfectly fine not to give a shit. You can yeah. love, you can love your games. You can love your poor yeah. hygiene. As long as you're happy, if you're happy and you're confident, all the more power to you, right? Yeah. But I'll, don't come to Ben and say I need some uh, dating advice afterwards. Yeah. Don't fucking grab my shoulders and a Cheeto fingerprints and shit. <laughs> I will slap the shit out of you. So I feel like you have an unnecessarily large hatred of people that play games too much. No, I don't. Is it's it because one of our friends plays games too much? I actually, you know what? Maybe that's right. Yeah. Yo, you know who you are, friend. He but plays, he's married. He has a good job. He owns a house. His wife complains so much about the gaming. And it I think does. he does like to... Wait, what? I don't mind you gaming. That's what I'm saying. I don't, but there has to be a balance, you know? Like, I like to go out, you know? But I even realize now, oh, shit, I can't keep doing this shit. Yeah, because you're getting old, man. Yeah, you know? And there's other... I actually do have responsibility. I know Lindsay's like, yo, you have... What the fuck do you do on a daily basis? He's, my man doesn't know. I say to my wife all the time, the only way I can get through working with Ben making this podcast is I have now discovered Ben has a mental handicap. Like <laughs> the only way I can survive with Ben's bullshit and his unreliability yes. and everything is I have diagnosed Ben with a menti, 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 M- mentos, 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 the fresh maker. This is the only way I can survive. And you know what? As a, as a masculine confident man, I agree. No ego here. This is the only way I can fucking survive. You know, what's crazy. I don't know how I do my job on my off days, you know, being a GM and stuff. Yeah. Cause it's like, I literally pat myself and I'm like, good job, Ben. You remember it. To do something. You know, make sure it's on the time. You're a savant. Like those people that do one thing very, very well. <laughs> <laughs> you're no. calling me Rain Man. <laughs> That's what you're calling me. You're Rain Man. Like you do food and hospitality very well. Amazing. You do, you do everything else horrible. I, yeah, I kill it in that, man. Yeah. I'm surprised you even wash your head. It's like I'll run into the water like, Oh, there's no bubbles. Oh, I didn't <laughs> use soap. That's why. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get through a, a couple more things. Like society has these thoughts about like, Asian men. Yeah. How do we fight those things? Like you said, this is only if this is what you want. If you're tired of like being the guy that's being ignored. Like if you're tired of that, there are things you're going to have to make changes for. And this is the thing. Like women value high value men. But if you notice, they all have the same characteristics that women find desirable. If it's not women you're into, you're into dudes, it's the same idea. Same shit. You want to put yourself in a high value. There has to be things about you that people find desirable. I don't qualify for a lot of these, by the way. <laughs> Ben's going to disclaimer. Ben's gonna list some stuff that he does not have. Right. But if you strive to be this, that's, I think, like a good uh, floor plan for it. So number one, uh, health is wealth. For me, I think health is not just a necessity for you to actually physically look good. I think being in good health makes you mentally more prepared to do stuff as well. When you exercise, not only does it help, you know, your blood, your, your blood pressure, endorphins, you know, your it fights depression. Yeah, it's a brain chemistry kind of thing. It, it's true. To this day, I always say, uh, Lindsay's like, you've never been to a gym in years. <laughs> but it's true. The Go only gym the that gym. you've been to is a Pokemon gym. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
good one. Oh, that was a good one. Oh shit, yo, but that's for the real. That's a good. One. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Um, but it's true. It fights depression. It's just good for you, right? You never regret ever going to the gym. You could be. Yeah. You can. If you're heartbroken, go to the gym. Right. If you lost your job, go to the gym. If Lindsay called you a fucking ugly motherfucker, go to the fucking gym. It's a brain chemistry thing. Exactly. Exercising, good diet, taking care of your body. There's a ripple effect. There's a yeah, yeah, cascading yes. effect on so yes. many other parts of it. Yeah. And as a result, you do kind of look better, right? Yeah. When you exercise also, it's going to promote good body language. And it promotes good habits. Being a good man, being a good woman, just being a good human being involves having good habits and being and like having um the willpower to do things that you don't want to do. Yeah. Uh, I know this is going to blow your mind. <laughs> but I, before I leave my house, I always make my bed. Oh, you've heard that thing where the first thing you should do in the morning is make your bed because at least Bing bong, so you I'm, wake up out of the bed and you've done one thing. And make it easy. That's, and I'll admit, there are some things I'm like, it's, not, it's too hard for me. It's not easy enough for me to do. And ben I've wakes that. up, he makes the bed, he leaves the house and he forgets his pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I've done it. I was like, all right, Dad, I'm out. And I just had my dick <laughs> hanging out with my sneakers on. I said, my Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, whatever. Do you go commando if you Yeah, want? sure. Yeah, I went commando. Make it even worse. But yeah, like making your bed. It's just wiring of your brain. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, okay, I did that. And also, it's psychologically, when you do come home, when you see a messed up bed, it does something to you. where like, oh, okay, I don't have to do whatever. But yeah, when yeah. you see it all done, it puts a, a feng shui, I guess you can say. I don't know if it's feng shui, but I always have that thought that you're physical environment is indicative of your mental environment as well so if your yes. house is a shit then in your mind i everything is a scramble around fuck. yeah yeah um so yeah number one i would say uh health is wealth is the good foundation for everything else i agree uh number two you're gonna have to get a little uncomfortable if you feel like you struggle with women look you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take but even the most handsome most charismatic men still get told no yeah you know? of course. it happens yeah and it's fine and this is another thing. Don't predicate your own like value on rejection of others. So if you right. if you approach like a beautiful woman and she says no and she has like this like disdain look on her face, do not take it personal. Maybe she has a bad day. Maybe she's yeah. fucking married. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe you're just not her type. Yeah. Maybe or maybe she's just a big bitch. <laughs> okay, that, like, that's yeah. true too. That was my number one thing. You know, <laughs> Ben thinks all people that say no to him. Oh, you're clearly a big bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm not wearing pants. It's just that you're a big bitch. <laughs> Look, I can't believe this bitch. You want to give me my number. Ben, where are your pants? I told her I made my bed this morning and it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's what it is. You're just going to have to put yourself out there. Engage eye contact. You know, just try to speak to yourself. Record yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself. Every day, just be a little bit better. Like how yeah. we make this podcast and stuff. We put ourselves out there on the internet. Our content from the very beginning was probably not as good. So if you're a new listener to the podcast, please don't start from the very beginning because that's trash. Go in yeah. reverse order. <laughs> like yes. Newest stuff first. Sort by new. Because yeah. in the beginning, as with anything, talking to women, just taking care of your body, you're always going to fail at something. But the fact that you go out there, you do something, you become 1% better, yeah. that's how you get better. You're not going to fucking roll out of bed, just become the most charismatic talker. Exactly. And this is what happens. Unfortunately, there's men out there that will go out and talk to women. They get rejected. And now they now they subconsciously uh, create this like uh, delusion that, oh, Fuck women. And now they become bitter about it. Oh, all women are not going to like me because of this one thing that happened right. this one time. And then that self-confidence you already had, it's going to start shrinking, you know? It's going to, like, it's every time it's going to shrink. But you just got to ask yourself, right? Like, what am I doing that's putting myself in the best position? You know, like, am I doing my hair? Am I well-dressed? 
this is another thing. Um, there's a study that shows that you know women are more attracted to well-dressed men than an attractive man. So most of the time, it all comes down to just how well you're dressed. And I do want to say also, as a very frugal-ass person myself, being well-dressed does not mean getting fancy attire. It just no. means getting like stuff that's proper fitting. Not- and it doesn't have to be fucking expensive. I dress in plain, unbranded clothing all the time. I think I look gorgeous. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> do Keep your hair kept. And just make sure you stand up straight and shoulders out. You got to do all those things. And like you said, no brand names. You don't need to. Go to fucking H&M. Go to Zara. Honestly, style is a style, right? So you may not want stuff that fits you well, but whatever style that you're rocking, if it's baggy stuff, if it's some hipster Gen Z thing that you and I think is weird, right? if you're like wearing that with confidence yes. and you're standing up straight when you're wearing it, then it all works. Yeah. If you dress well, you're going to feel great. That's another thing. So now on top of that with, you know, like exercising, your endorphins are high. You're going to feel good. But that doesn't mean you're going to seal the deal. You can still yeah. get rejected. But that's the thing. Just remember that you are going to get rejected, whether it's a job, whether, you know, it's anything. You're going to be told no. Yeah. You know, just make sure you're not like me with, without pants. <laughs> you got to put the pants that's on. That's the analogy in life. <laughs> Show up to all your job interviews with pants. Yeah. And if you do get a job with uh, a job interview and you s- killed it without pants, hey, you please come on our show. And- Mukbang bus. Yeah, mukbang bus. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, we won't have anything hot for you to eat. Yeah, that'd be dangerous. Um, but I think those are like precursors that for sure I think uh, start off with that. The final point I would say is like, I know Asian guys tend to think of their masculinity in terms of can I get the women? And that seems to be like the number one goal of it. Yeah. But that's not the only goal of it's it, not. right? Maybe you're, you just don't want another person, a partner right now, but you still want to feel confident in yourself, right? Right, right. That's a, that's a good segue into the next thing. We wear many hats in our lives. The relationships, right, that you have. Um, most I'm going to assume, you know, most of everyone on our listeners have friends. And if you don't, DM me. I'll yeah, be your friend. There you go. What are those things that, that they used to do where people send letters back and forth? It's, was pen, pal. it's, it's pen pals, pen pal, right? Yeah, like yeah. Some people actually write to like prisoners and shit. Yeah. You know, I think people still do it, which is great. But going back out to that, like, you know, your relationship with your friends too, you know, like, and talking about just being masculine and stuff. You're going to have some of those people in your group. Like, I'm very fortunate that I have someone like Linji in my life since we know each other since we were kids. So we, we grew up where we're not competitive. You know, we shit on each other to, you know, motivate each other, right? But ultimately, like, I know Linji has the best intentions for me and vice versa. And that's another thing you kind of have to work on. Linji's looking at me like, I'm not too sure. I'm gonna, I want to sabotage your life. When you said fortunate to have each other, I started making oh, a face. Oh, sorry. There you go. Linji was cringing. You as, are as fortunate it. to have me in your life. You were yes, welcome, Wow, ben. look at this masculine douchebag right here. There we go. Confidence. But, it's all about yes. the confidence. But that's the thing. You can derive your confidence from your friends and stuff. You want people in your life that lift you up. You don't want people that are constantly trying to bring you down. Hell no. Fuck and, those people. And yeah, and unfortunately, there are people that will stab you in the back. And you just got to remember that, you know? So make sure you have an environment where you have people that really, truly care and love you. You're going to learn from them and you can carry that on. And if you're not fortunate enough to have that group of loving people in your life right now, trust me when I say they're going to be there at some point. You know, maybe at at this exact moment, you can't think of those core people in your life, but they're going to be there. You might just have to find them or they'll find you at some other point in your life. But you won't find each other if you're not out there. A good indication about a person's, um, how do you say, a person's uh, worth or personality is you got to look at their uh, circle. What is it? Like you are the average of the X number of closest people around you? Yes, exactly. So if you're, if you're around a, a group of friends that you grew up with and you know, they tend to just drink, do drugs, uh, party, maybe commit crime or whatever, most likely you're going to be in, in that demographic. But right. if you're with someone that's like, they try to be successful, they're in a you know, um, long-term relationship, you're going to just follow that too. You know, that's all it is. So yeah. 
be mindful of that. And I, I know it doesn't really fall about being masculine, but I think being masculine, it's a great thing. I know we have toxic masculinity, unfortunately. Yeah, just don't take it too far, guys. Yeah, exactly. Don't take that shit too far because women don't is, like that crap. The main thing is do not belittle other people at the expense of making yourself look better. That's the main thing. If you are affected by the fact that society or people look down on you as a man just because you happen to be Asian, fuck their beliefs. Yeah. You create your own story. You're the main character of your own story. You know, so... And uh, you Asian women out there, treat these men better. (laughs) 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Getting on to our favorite segment of the whole podcast, Ranting and Raving. If this is somehow your first episode listening to us, uh, this is a segment we do at the end of every single podcast, which is unrelated to the topic of the podcast. Ben and I take a couple minutes just to bitch about something that's going on in our lives, something yes, that sir. is bothering us. Yes, sir. Or we can, from time to time, rave about something good that's happening. Yeah. Amen. What are you going to be talking about this week, Ben? Um, so I, I I have to take the public transportation on my way to going to work. Because you are poor. Yes, please. Yes. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Shout out to the people that take... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding i don't have a job by the yeah. way <laughs> i don't have to commute anywhere i'm uh, fucking wearing like my pjs right now yes but i'm taking the train right and you know there's some people that unfortunately manspread right manspreading yes yes you know that term right yes For that's when that you know. sit in a seat as a man and you spread your legs yeah because you're letting your junk hang right that's the excuse right um it was my first time seeing a guy manspreading, but he was literally sitting in between the seats. So you know like how on, on the trains, it has like that little curvature? Oh, so he's sitting, he's taking up two spots already. Two he's spots. sitting in the middle of the two spots. Yes, but he's taking up two spots in a way where he's right in between the seats and he's, that thing is like right up his, his crack. He's like the douchebag in the parking lot that parks in between spots. So he's taking up two spots. Yeah, that's kind of, it's like, you know how some people just park like really close to the line? So or they you park can't? in the line, literally in the middle of two spots. This guy was like right down the fucking middle, like fucking bulls. And was, was the train packed or was it empty? It was okay. Like, if he just decided to move to the left or the right, it would have been another seat for sure. Okay. So he is certified douchebag. Certified. Okay. But do you think if the train got more packed and then he scooted over and made the seat, would you then change your thoughts about him? That's a good uh, outlook on it. But the train was getting packed. There were people standing. So he could have. He, he could have made that spot. Yeah. So, okay. Then I agree. Certified douchebag. Yeah. Certified. Boom. We got to get a stamp for that. Just like stamped him on the head. <laughs> stamped him on the head. Just walk by, stamp him on the head. Boom. And just walk away. And then he's like, wait, why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> well, yeah, that's my rant for the day. Uh, fuck you, dude. I hope I don't see you again on the train, by the way. I'm going to sit right on top of you. <laughs> All right. What did you got, bro? Um, I hate fake sales. Fake, fake sales. sales. Okay. They'll say it's the clearance sale or say they'll say it's a spring sale. But what they got actually you. do is like they'll mark up the price of something and then mark gotcha. it back down with the fucking sale price. Cool, yeah. With the quote-unquote sale price. So if something is normally always on sale for 10% off, they'll mark it back up to full retail price and they're like, they'll say, oh, everything in store, 15% off. So your real savings isn't like 15%. It's like yeah. 5%. Good math, man. Good thank math. you, thank you. That took a, that took a while. <laughs> I was like, dad, this feels like my SATs a little bit. I was wondering here. why you were squinting. Yeah, I'm like, looking. I was like... Two trades are going towards each other and they're... <laughs> Macy's is notorious for doing that shit. Hey, since you, I, I know she noticed that kind of stuff. Um, is Amazon guilty of it? Because I heard some shit like Amazon does that. The equivalent on Amazon is like when they have a lightning sale. Have you seen that? Like a light, like yeah, a yeah. lightning deal or they some have shit like, like that. A certain timer and certain items. Yeah, and they say it's a good deal, and I'm sure it's cheaper than the normal price. But they always show you the 
MSRP and then their lightning sale price. Right. But they never sell shit at MSRP. It's always a sale price, a cheaper price anyways. That's good marketing. Yeah, it gets you to buy shit. It's kind of like those stores that say like, it's always they have an on sale sign. Store closing sale? Yes. Yo, it's like, yo, this store's been closing for five years. Yes. <laughs> it's constantly closing. And they're like, yo, everything must go. Going out of business <laughs> for this whole past decade. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ben, we're at the outro. Um, as per my agreement for this year, you will start all the outro. So go for it, Ben. Uh, all right. Um, wow. Well, right, uh, well, <laughs> uh, thanks, guys, for tuning in to uh, this exciting episode. I hope you learned a lot. Uh, Linji, I hope uh, you know you learned a lot. All right, he doesn't give a fuck what I just said. No, no I was looking up the shout outs. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, he, I'm just going to say he's nodding and agreeing with me. Um, so, you know, you can find us on all of our uh, socials and our handles at uh, Word Station Pod. Linji will be your friend. If you're curious you what go. our faces look like, uh, go to our social media, specifically on Instagram. You'll see what our ugly faces look like. There you go. Um, let's see, if you need any tips on uh, the dating tips, please shoot me, shoot me a DM, I guess. Ben Why will not? not give you good advice. Yeah, exactly. And I'll charge you uh, $500 <laughs> on top of that. Uh, <laughs> um, we are doing uh, our bonus subscription uh, episodes as well. We can find this on Spotify and Apple. Unfortunately, the Spotify one is a little dodgy. Um, you can just go into the episode description box and have links to subscribe on app on excuse me on Spotify. Yes. On Apple, it's pretty straightforward. It's on the main page of our yep. of our podcast thing. It will say like subscribe. Uh, we do bonus content over there. So if you've gone through our whole back catalog of uh, unentertaining stuff, uh, get ready for more unentertaining bonus stuff. Yeah, we did one with the Stranded Island one. That was a good one. We and did our favorite, our favorite Guinness World Records. That was a good one. That was a really good one. And then now we're going to be doing our next one. It's going to be our top five favorite movies. Right. So there are a bit more personal episodes. It's just stuff about Ben and I, not necessarily related to the main Asian diaspora. <laughs> you keep saying diaspora. <laughs> All right. Uh, something that, that we also do at the end of every single episode uh, is we give a shout out free of charge to a bunch of small AEPI owned businesses. So if you are a small AAPI human being with a small AAPI business and you want to reach out to us, I will gladly give you a shout out on the podcast yep. so long as you're not a Ponzi scheme. Beautiful. Because we are the only Ponzi scheme that happens on this podcast. There we go. <laughs> uh, this week, I want to give a shout out to Stephanie Huang. She is a Taiwanese-American illustrator, designer, printmaker based wow. out of California. Oh, shit. Uh, Stephanie, if you can, can you design some merchandise for us? Stephanie, do not take Ben seriously, by the way. No, don't at all. You can find her on social medias over at Steph Huang underscore art. That's S T E P H U A N G underscore art. And uh, she also has a website, Steph Huang.com. Uh, I'll find her stuff there. She also has prints on Etsy. I'll have all these links and whatnot down in the box below. Ooh. But she makes lots of cute Asian culture inspired prints, stickers, t shirts, things of that nature. I'm going to show Ben some of them right now. Hey. Yeah. Yo, these are these are really good. This is my, um, let's say I'm not being uh, biased. I haven't seen these. This is my first time seeing this stuff. Oh, yes. Uh, Stephanie. Good shit, yo. I would actually have like like a print on my wall or something. Once again, I'll have links to all of her work down in the box below, but check her out. Very cool. Uh, very talented, Stephanie. Good job. The next person I want to give a shout out to is Tangerine Studios. You can find them on social media at like tangerine.studios. That. That's T-A-N-J-E-R-I-N-E dot studios. She makes commissioned quilted jackets and she's also made a bunch of cheap house, which are those form-fitting dresses oh, for... Oh, they're called Cheap House? Cheap House. Oh, okay. She's made a bunch of those for uh, Miss Chinatown USA pageants. Wow. She's also made her own wedding dress. Wow, that... That is dope. I like that. The frugal heart in me says that is amazing. I'll give you that. That's fucking badass. 
And if you check out her links down below, she's starting to take some commissions starting on February of this year. That's February 2023. So you can reach out to her there. Not sure if I said this, but she's based out of Chicago, Illinois. It's cold and windy. It's cold and windy. So you really need one of these quilted jackets then just to uh-huh. keep yourself warm. I see what you did there. So you can find her links down below at tangerines.studios. Once again, if you or yourself are an AAPI-owned business and you want to shout out on the podcast, reach out to us on all the socials at WordsAsianPod. Um, you can just go to www.wordsasianpod.com and have links to absolutely everything. Um, good episode. How are you doing, Ben? You okay? I'm good, dude. You know, feeling good? My, my bitch tits are sweaty. <laughs> or, or lactating. <laughs> or lactating. Either or. All right, guys. We'll be back every single week with a brand new episode. So we'll see you next week. Appreciate you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.